listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, we are gearing up to say goodbye to Medicareful and hello to shop and enroll here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. With that rebranding change on the horizon, I thought it was time to sit down with Jimmy Weber once again and talk about shop and enroll. So without further ado, here is our conversation. I am Jimmy Weber. I am the sales technology team supervisor. So as I'm sure we'll talk about here in a little bit, we have rebranded a few things. I used to be the MediCareful team supervisor, but we have changed the team name to sales technology. So that is my position here at Ritter. It's a pretty great team name, and I think it encompasses so much more than just the artist formerly known as Medicareful. Yep, I think it's a good name, too. Before we get too far, it's probably important to mention why we're making this change in branding. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it because we have talked about this before, but can you give our listeners a brief synopsis? Sure. So every year, CMS releases new guidelines about how agents and agencies and pretty much everybody out there can market Medicare products. And one of the guidelines that they put out this year is that organizations should not use the word Medicare in any misleading ways. And we are pretty conservative on our approach to compliance. So we decided to just be proactive and change the name of Medicareful to shop and enroll. We just wanted to make sure that there weren't any issues down the road. Seemed like a good time to do it. Now that we have a little foundation, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Can you give me the brief elevator pitch? What is shop and enroll? So shop and enroll, as we've mentioned, it used to be Medicareful. So if you're familiar with Medicareful, it's a very similar tool. We're not changing all that much. If you're brand new to it, What Shop and Enroll is, is a consumer-facing quote and enrollment platform. So it is CMS compliant. It's personalized. You get your own unique URL. You can put your contact information on there. So basically, it's your own website that you can use to collect scopes, collect applications. It integrates into the Ritter platform, so you can use it to run quotes for your clients We have some marketing strategies that are built into the site or utilize the site. So we really try to make this a sort of hub for all things Medicare Advantage and prescription drug enrollment and marketing. So that's the goal of it. Now, if I'm an insurance agent, maybe I'm taking paper apps, maybe I'm submitting them through carrier portals, why should I use Shop and Enroll? What makes it different than some of the other options out there? I guess there's a couple of different ways to answer this because it really depends on how an agent is currently doing applications. If you're still out there taking paper applications, there are a ton of benefits to switching over to an online enrollment platform. You don't have to deal with fax machines. You can collect applications remotely. 
at the end of an election period, you don't have to scramble to get that signature before it turns midnight. You can just use your enrollment platform to get that out to the client really quickly. So if you're still using paper, I think there are a lot of clear benefits to switching to an enrollment platform like Shop and Enroll. Now, if you're doing a lot of work with carrier portals, probably the biggest benefit to using something like Shop and Enroll is that all of your carriers are going to be on one platform. Each carrier portal that you work with, you have your own process there. You have to remember your specific username and password, and it can be a little bit of a hassle switching back and forth. But with Shop and Enroll, all of the applications are pretty close to the same. Everything is on the same platform, so you don't need to learn a second tool. So that really can save you some time there. And the third option, if you're using a different enrollment tool similar to Shop and Enroll today, I'll be honest, a lot of these tools are pretty similar in the services that they offer. I think our biggest selling point is one, our flexibility. There's a lot of different ways that you can take applications and scopes using Shop and Enroll on the Ritter platform. So I think that is a really beneficial aspect of it. Two, I think the fact that Shop and Enroll integrates into the Ritter platform really sets it apart because the Ritter platform, I think personally, is an industry-leading agent dashboard. So if you're looking for something that has everything all in one, I think Shop and Enroll really works well there. Well, that covers the why, some pretty compelling reasons. How do I go about using Shop and Enroll? So as I just mentioned, there's a variety of ways of doing it. I mean, you can certainly use it in a face-to-face setting. You can just bring up your own Shop and Enroll page when you're sitting down with the client, have them complete the scope and the application right there. You can even actually pre-fill applications prior to sitting down with the client. So we have a lot of agents that go that route. Let's say they talk to the client and they say, okay, you're probably going to be on this, this specific plan here. They spend some time before the client actually shows up pre-filling the application. Instead of having to go through and type everything out in front of them, they already have all that information typed in and they can just review the application with the client, explaining all of the questions, what's been answered in there, and then just have the client sign that pre-filled application. And finally, you can also use it remotely. You can send out a pre-filled scope of appointment. All the client needs to do is click a link. In fact, in the the new version, they don't even have to sign their name anymore. They just click submit. So they'll just click the link that'll take them to the scope, click submit, and that'll be their signature. Very similar process with an application. Now with an application, they do need to verify their identity. So they'll click the link, verify their identity, and then just review and sign an application. So a lot of different ways to do this, but I would say it's a pretty straightforward process no matter which way you're planning on doing it. So it pretty much takes the enrollment part of Medicare that agents would normally do, possibly in different places online, different portals, maybe on paper, and it really streamlines it. It all can happen in one place. Correct. I think a big picture way to look at it, as we mentioned, shop and enroll itself is consumer facing. So that's where your clients are actually going to see the scope of appointment. That's where they're going to see the application. That's where they're going to sign. Agents are going to do the vast majority of their work on the Ritter platform because that's where you're going to enter in client information. It's where you're going to pre-fill applications. It's where you're going to send out the scope of appointment, things like that. But yeah, I would say that's a good big picture way of looking at it. 
You mentioned that Shop and Enroll is fully compliant with CMS. Are there any specific compliance rules that agents need to be mindful of as they're using it? Maybe more so than other processes. Yes. Yeah, so it is something that we, we jump through all of the hoops in terms of getting the site itself approved with all of our carrier partners with CMS. Uh, certainly a time-consuming process. And we want to make sure that all of that work does not go to waste by having agents use the site non-compliantly. So there are really three key compliance rules that I tell all of our agents and we put basically in all of our, anything that we send out to any agents. One is that there needs to be a scope of appointment for every application that comes through Shop and Enroll. It needs to be signed by the client, needs to be signed by the agent. It can be a paper scope, a Shop and Enroll scope, whatever it is, there just needs to be a scope of appointment for every application that comes through. Two, the client should always know what they're signing up for. And that means that the agent needs to do a full plan presentation for the client. Each carrier sort of has their own rules around what that entails. So the agent just needs to make sure that they are following all of the requirements that their carrier sets out. There is a new form this year called the pre-enrollment checklist, which we're looking to incorporate into shop and enroll a little bit. More to come on that. But the key takeaway there. You should always be doing a planned presentation for the client. They should not be signing up without talking to you beforehand because they don't know what they're signing up for. That's that's the agent's job is to make sure that they understand that. So that's one of the key compliance requirements. And the third and probably most important, I mean, I shouldn't say that, they're all important. But one that you really want to make sure is that you never, ever sign on behalf of the client. If it's ever the client's signature, if they're ever clicking submit, that needs to be the client that's actually pressing that button, that's actually typing their name. Right. You do not want to be doing things illegally. And signing for a client, that is something that an agent should never do. Correct. And I'll just, can I just jump in with one last compliance thing? So this is unrelated to enrollment, but I do want to point it out because it is part of our overall compliance requirements. Any marketing that uses the shop and enroll brand needs to be run through our compliance team. Absolutely. And honestly, shout out to our compliance team because they are awesome. They look at all of our stuff before we send it out. So we're not asking agents to do things that we are not also doing. And here's the thing. For some of these rules and updates, we know that you guys are doing these things. I think that CMS knows Pretty many agents are going through a pre-enrollment checklist of sorts, but the new rule makes it official and it gives agents a format of what to do. It's kind of like having note cards for a presentation. It's something to help remind you and keep you on track. Now, you briefly mentioned different types of enrollment. Can you get into specifics on face-to-face -face and remote sales? And explain how the process differs when you're using Shop and Enroll for those experiences. So we sort of recommend using the different enrollment methods depending on your client, their level of comfort, how new they are with you, things like that. So it's not always going to be the same process for every client that you're working with. And a lot of times we recommend for a brand new client, we recommend doing everything directly using the Shop and Enroll site bringing up the scope of appointment on your shop and enroll page, 
going through, filling that out with the clients. Same with the application, just bringing up the application on shop and enroll, going through, answering all of the questions, and then turning the keyboard around to the client, having them sign. We find that works well because it really does sort of mirror the process of going through an application for the first time with a client. It makes it very easy for you to sort of explain, okay, here's this question. This is what this means. Here's this question. Here's what this means. And just going through and sort of making the, the client comfortable with the whole process. Now, once you have a client, like an existing client, then I would probably try to streamline the process for the next time. I don't think it's as important to go through everything step by step if you've already done it once. So that's when I would probably use the in-person pre-filled process. And we call all of our pre-filled applications, we call it fast track. So if you hear me say that, fast track basically means you're pre-filling an application for the client. If you're working with a client that you're already familiar with, you have a good idea of what plan they're going to be in and you're going to meet in person, that's when we would recommend using that in-person fast track process because you're going to be able to go through, pre-fill the whole application for them. When they come in, you'll be able to easily bring it up on your screen. You'll be able to review it. You don't need to go through everything as much. A lot of the fields are already going to be entered and you kind of skip over them because they're pretty straightforward in a lot of cases. Then you get to the bottom, turn the keyboard around, have them sign that. So I think in that scenario, it makes sense to use that in-person fast track. And the final scenario, pretty similar to that, except you're not meeting in person. You're going to be able to pre-fill the whole application for the client, send them an email. We still recommend being on the phone for this just to make sure the process goes smooth. They do need to verify their identity. They actually have to enter their date of birth and their Medicare beneficiary identifier. We require that because we are sending out PHI, PII in the application. Just want to make sure that only the person that it's intended for is actually accessing it. But again, it's a very straightforward process. And that's what I would recommend using if you're working remotely with a client. It just makes that process the easiest. I think it's helpful to hear the different ways agents can use Shop and Enroll. So thank you for that breakdown. I hope hearing those examples gives our agents a better idea of what to expect because it can be a little daunting. Implementing a new piece of technology, adding a new tool to your sales stack. So with that in mind, how difficult is it going to be for an agent to add shop and enroll to their current process? So not difficult at all. We have designed this to make it as easy as possible. We try to streamline it as much as possible. We wouldn't expect it to be all that difficult. And normally what we find is the hardest thing is for agents to do their first application. It's always sort of like that roadblock when they want to say, okay, I want to start something new, but they're just not ready to jump in. What my team is more than happy to do, we will actually, like, if you let us know, okay, I'm going to try to do my first fast track application on Tuesday at one o'clock. We will block off our calendar for that hour and just sort of be on call. So as you're working with your client, if any issues pop up, you know that you have somebody just waiting there for you to answer any of those questions that might come up to make sure that the application goes through smoothly. Again, we don't expect any issues to pop up. It is a very easy process, but I think having that sort of backstop makes it a lot more palatable for agents to do their first application. So I do recommend that if agents are having any sort of concerns about doing their first application, let us know. We'll block some time off, make sure that we're there for them. Right. I think also emphasizing that, yes, this is adding a new tool to an existing process. 
but it's not something that's going to elongate that process or complicate it. It's actually going to streamline and simplify it. Exactly right. That's that's the plan. Okay, so say I've been listening so far and I am now interested in Shop and Enroll. What do I need to do? Can you walk us through qualifications, registering? What do agents need to do to get started? So it really depends on where you're at in terms of working with Ritter. Now, if you are a brand new agent hearing this, you don't have any previous contact with Ritter, the first thing you really want to do is go to RitterIM.com and create an account there. Pretty much everything that we do is based on having an account on RitterIM.com. So if you're not set up, strongly recommend that that is the first thing you do. Give us a call. That's probably the first thing our team is going to tell you to do. So just going to RitterIM.com and registering there is where you want to start. Now, as far as getting set up with Shop and Enroll, this is a free service we offer to all of our agents. It makes our lives easier. It makes the agent's lives easier. We want everybody to use it. But we do have one requirement, and that is that you need to be contracted, appointed, and ready to sell with one of our qualifying carriers. And our qualifying carriers list is basically any Medicare Advantage or prescription drug plan that Ritter has. So if you just get contracted with an MA or a PDP, we can get you set up with your own shop and enroll page. To do that, if you need assistance getting that contract in place, please reach out to your sales specialist. We have a team that is more than happy to help answer questions about what kinds of contracts you should have, what plans are competitive, walk you through the contracting process, everything like that. So make sure to reach out to them. And then once you go through that process, registering is actually very straightforward. You'll just go into the Ritter platform. Once you're logged in, at the top of the screen, there's going to be a button that says Shop and Enroll. That'll take you to what we call the Shop and Enroll tab. Once you're there, there'll be another button that says Add a New Page. Click that. That'll take you to a little form where you fill out basically contact information. One thing that sort of trips agents up sometimes is the agent slug. So the agent slug is basically the part of the URL that makes the site unique to an agent. Most people go first name, last name. Like my page, for example, is shopandenroll.com forward slash James Weber. James Weber is my slug. So when you're filling out the form, just make sure to put whatever you want in that spot. A few compliance attestations will need to check off and then hit submit. And my team normally turns it around 24 to 48 hours. We will get you your shop and enroll page. Alrighty, so we've gotten through qualifications, how to get started. We've mentioned that there is a remote sales component to this and that we need to be mindful of a few compliance factors. Can we pause to talk about the video conferencing tools? And are there some that you can recommend? I feel like there are now a ton of options, so I'm curious what you recommend. So I'll say this, as you mentioned, there are a lot of good options out there. Personally, I always use Teams. I use Zoom occasionally, but I think most of the options that are out there are going to work for this. But I will say this from a call recording perspective, the requirement is only to record the audio. I generally recommend to agents if they have this question and they want to do some sort of video conferencing tool is to just have the video conferencing tool only do the video call the client like normal through the call vault system. 
Call Vault is our in-house call recording tool. And that way, the call is going to be stored into the CRM, just sort of streamlines that process. You still get the video aspect. Recording the whole video aspect is going to be, it's going to be a lot in terms of storing all of that information somewhere. So we just recommend recording that audio. Now, I do know that a lot of the tools out there do have an audio only recording option. That's another thing that you can look into or an agent could look into if, if they're interested in doing that. So keep in mind, if you're using those apps and you've been saving your video along with the audio, you are going to run into storage issues eventually. Those are massive files. I think that carries us nicely into my next question, since you briefly touched on call recording. That was a new compliance rule last year for the 2023 AEP, still in effect for the 2024 AEP. Tell us more about the call recording tools you recommend for capturing and storing those client conversations. Yeah, I guess I got a little ahead of myself there talking about Call Vault before explaining it. But Call Vault is the tool that I would recommend. Call Vault is something that we built entirely in-house. It integrates directly into the CRM on the Ritter platform. We have it set up so every agent can choose their own, or they can choose their own area code and get assigned the rest of the phone number. And using that phone number, they can record inbound phone calls. So any client that calls that inbound number, it's going to be automatically recorded. The client will hear a message explaining that the call is going to be recorded. Once the client hears that message, it's going to connect directly to an agent based on whatever number that they want set up. They can switch that number around. We have agents that say, okay, well, I'm in the office, send it to my office phone. If I'm on the road, send it to my cell phone. So there is that flexibility there. And you can also use it for outbound calling. So you can call clients just using the CRM. You can start those recorded phone calls. It's really nice. It looks like it's coming from the agent's cell phone or office phone as opposed to that new number. But it is a really easy to use tool. I highly recommend that. There are some other options out there. But as far as being integrated into the rest of the Ritter platform, that's what I would recommend. I love the feature that makes it look like it is coming from the agent because I will tell you what, if I don't recognize the phone number or the name coming through the caller ID, I am not going to pick it up. And I know I'm not alone in that. One of the things we haven't touched on yet that I want to make sure we cover, can we talk about competition? What happens if I want to use Shop and Enroll? Now, say there's another agent five miles, 10 miles away from me that also uses it. How does that work? So right now, the way Shop and Enroll works is that it is always tied to your URL. The actual area doesn't affect anything. So you want to make sure that your clients are going to your specific URL. Again, for example, mine is shopandenroll.com forward slash James Weber. I want to make sure that my clients are going there because if they don't go there, it's not going to be tied to me. Now we do go through and check to make sure if a client comes into the, like the wrong page or something, we do go through and double check that clients aren't being assigned to the wrong agent. But for the most part, the key is that the client goes to that specific URL. And it doesn't matter if there's another agent working five miles down the road, because as long as that client goes to that correct URL, 
It's going to be assigned to the correct agent. Very important to remember that agent slug. Every time you share that URL, you want to make sure you're including your own agent slug so all of your efforts are tied back to you and your shop and enroll page. Anything else you would like to share about shop and enroll, Jimmy? The big thing is just the overall shop and enroll rebrand. Currently, it is MediCareful, and it's still going to be MediCareful until October 1st. And on October 1st, we're going to be rolling out the new version. Most of it is just cosmetic changes, but there are a few functionality changes. We changed where the filters are. We changed the scope of appointment a little bit. That's one of my favorite updates is that clients don't have to sign their name on a scope of appointment anymore. They just hit submit. That's really nice. From a shop and enroll perspective, that's probably most of the changes right now. Probably a few other things here and there. We are doing a lot of work inside the Ritter platform, though, updating how scopes of appointment work. Again, this is a new CMS requirement, changing scopes of appointment back to being a 48-hour requirement in between when it's signed and when the presentation takes place. A few other things like that. So we're trying to incorporate more of that into the platform. We don't have all of that quite finalized yet, but we are hoping to have that shortly. And once we do, we'll be sure to send out some more information about that. I also want to, just while we're on the subject of compliance, I do want to talk about another new thing for 2024. A little bit less exciting than some of the other changes, but We have added a new requirement for all of our existing shop and enroll agents to complete a compliance attestation. This is just to make sure all of our agents understand how to use shop and enroll compliantly. And it's a very straightforward process. It's just done through the shop and enroll tab on the Ritter platform. Just go in, there'll be the shop and enroll tab, then an attestation tab, a button that says complete attestation. Click that, check off a few things, hit submit, and that's the whole process. But it is very important for all of our agents to do that. And we recommend doing it sooner rather than later so you don't get a ton of calls from my team. Want to make sure you get those attestations out of the way as soon as you get them. That way you do not forget about them. Jimmy, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Any features, rules, something that you typically touch on that maybe we haven't gone over yet? So the the other thing I do want to talk about real quick is the marketing side of Shop and Enroll, because there are a few things that I want to make sure everybody's aware of. We are working on updating a lot of the MediCareful pieces that all of our agents are familiar with, the Slim Jims, the brochures, a lot of those things. We are updating all of those with a Shop and Enroll brand. And it's very important that once 10-1 rolls around, you stop marketing MediCareful and start marketing Shop and Enroll. And we understand that that's not going to be, it's very difficult to just flip a switch when it comes to marketing. So we understand that there'll be a little bit of overlap there. But the basic idea, you want to make sure you switch over to shop and enroll. If you do have a lot of old MediCareful pieces, we are offering a sort of a reimbursement process that you have old MediCareful pieces will give you some money to buy some new shop and enroll pieces. So if that's the case, definitely let us know. We're working on getting all of that up on shop and enroll sooner rather than later. I'm not totally sure when those pieces will be up there, but hopefully soon. So keep an eye out for that. Once they do go up there, we'll be sure to let everybody know. And then one last thing also going along with that, from a marketing perspective, if you are interested in starting to use that shop and enroll URL, 
We've had a lot of agents that say, can I print business cards with it? I don't want to wait until 10-1 to send them out. If you start using that shop and enroll URL, up until 10-1, it will redirect to your MetaCareful URL. So that means that if you are doing marketing from a shop and enroll perspective, if you use that shop and enroll URL, it's going to redirect to MetaCareful. That's going to happen until 10-1. So if you want to put together business cards or anything like that, feel free to start doing that today. That way it'll just make it a little bit easier instead of having to have a MetaCareful URL today and switching over to Shop and Enroll 10.1. We'll just redirect those Shop and Enroll URLs to MetaCareful. And then the opposite will happen after 10.1. Anybody going to MetaCareful will be redirected to Shop and Enroll. Just to make sure on either side of 10.1, if any of your clients go to either of those URLs, it'll get them to the right place. Right. So they will find you regardless. One last question before we go. It is that time of year. We're getting into our busy season. What should Medicare agents be focused on for AEP 2024? So that's a good question. I mean, there's always a lot of things you want to focus on, making sure you have the right products in place, making sure you're compliant, that you have the right technology there. From my perspective as sales technology on the sales technology team, I would probably focus on making sure that you have that enrollment process in place. It's one of those things that's hard to change on the fly. It's pretty rare that we have agents that reach out to us on October 25th or November 1st saying, hey, can you teach me this new enrollment process? Because at that point, they have their process in place. I would highly recommend learning these tools today, in the next month or so. That way, on October 1st, you're not trying to learn something totally new. I feel like I'm obligated to say making sure your technology is in place for this AEP. And I'll throw another bone out to compliance because there are a lot of compliance updates for this year. That's another thing to make sure you're on top of. Well, Jimmy, thank you so much. I think you answered all of my questions. Really appreciate you being back here on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Please reach out to us. We are happy to help. My team can answer questions about our sales technology tools. So don't be afraid to ask. We work very closely. Just reach out to one of us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jimmy. Again, that was Jimmy Weber from our sales technology team here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. He mentioned so many good tidbits as we were chatting. We will have the links to those resources in the episode notes, so be sure to check those out. If you like this episode and want to hear more interviews like this one, let us know. A great way to show your love of our podcast is to follow along with us. Just hit the plus sign in the app that you're listening on right now if you haven't already done that. If you're already following along with us, you can also show your support by leaving us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Thank you so much for listening, liking, and following along with our show. We really appreciate your support. We will see you next episode. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Special thanks to Jimmy Weber for the interview. Script proofing by Tina Lamaru. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with our show wherever you like to listen. 